Like the Golden Knights' first trip to the Western Conference Final two years ago, the 2020 series ends after five games. The difference lies in the result. Vegas eliminated from the Stanley Cup bubble by the Dallas Stars. I'm Darren Millard, and this is the VGK Daily Podcast. 62 episodes tracking this historic summer journey. Vegas is stopped short of its goal. Requiring a victory in Game 5 to extend the season, the Golden Knights watched a two-goal lead vanish in the back half of the third period when Dallas struck for a pair in just over a six-minute stretch. Overtime turned on a Stars power play. Denis Gurionov firing a one-timer from the right circle, beating Robin Leonard past the glove on the short side. Dallas qualifies for the Stanley Cup Final for the first time in 20 years, returning to the championship series for a fifth time in franchise history. It was another outing that the Golden Knights controlled, from shots to hits to possession, only to be left on the wrong side. Post-game comments blend with post-series reaction. You will hear from both of Vegas's Game 5 goal scorers, Riley Smith and Chandler Stevenson. But we begin with Golden Knights head coach Pete DeBoer. This game, you know, a lot like the rest of the series, uh, we just couldn't, could never get that next goal, you know, to extend it. Um, you know, it was 2 nothing. They got, they got the 2-1 goal. You know, I think Patch went in alone. You know, they got a, they got a save there. And, you know, we just could never get that next goal to, to extend a lead or get out in front enough in the series. And um, you have to give them credit. You know, I think they, they won the net fronts uh, in both ends. Uh, you know, they, they were better around their own net against our forwards, and they were better at our net making it tough uh, on our defensemen. And, you know, that's where the, the two goals were tonight in the third. They outplayed us in the third period. They were more aggressive than us. Um, you know, you could say we sat back a little bit. And they rolled shifts over and kept the momentum going, and um, they started finding rebounds. So, uh, you know, I, I don't think they really outplayed us very much throughout the series, but when they did, it seemed like they scored timely goals, and that's just what it came down to. You know, you never want to go out like that. That was uh, huge, I thought. You know, uh, Spotsy's insurance goal there, but um, yeah, you know, they pushed and. Um, just won the special teams battle. One nothing, two one games. Uh, you know you have to be able to to win them, and you have to be on the right side of them. And uh, you know there's not a lot of room out there, and guys are playing for keeps. And um, we were right there. You know it's a it's a very slim margin. We just couldn't get a a, a timely goal. You know in order to put us in a position to be on the right side of that ledger. I didn't even prepare something to talk to them about after the game tonight because I, I just didn't think we would lose. I, I, I felt even the games we lost here in the bubble, I felt we could win and um, we could have won. Vegas, built for a long run, committed during the pause and performed brilliantly in the return to play in August. But in September, experienced an outage in offensive production. Knocked out of rhythm by Vancouver's Thatcher Demko in the second round, Stars' backup turned super stopper Anton Hudobin finished the job in the conference final. Coach Pete DeBoer, after Riley Smith, who scored his first since early in the second round, describes the drought. 
probably the last eight games, it felt like we were cursed around the net and nothing was going in. Um, you know, I think our defense did a good job supplying a lot of the offense through that stretch. And, um, you know, as forwards, we just weren't able to, to help our team out and, you know, those timely situations. So I feel like the onus is on us. Um, you know, we, we try to stay positive and, and stick to our game plan and, and try to keep grinding teams down. But it just seemed that no matter, no matter what we were doing, it just wasn't ending up in the back of the net. And it's kind of the tale of the story for, for the end of this playoffs for us. It's, you know, I don't think we weren't outplaying other teams. It just, they were coming back and scoring a timely goal when we were all over them for long stretches and those lulls killed us. You have your group go dry at different times. I think, you know, uh, watching Philly, I think, in the other bubble in, in their last series. You know, a lot of their big guys dried up um, at the same time. You know, you have to credit Dallas for part of that for sure, and, and Dallas's goaltender for sure. Um, you know, there's no doubt that the, the last couple games of the Vancouver series uh, against Demko probably rattled our confidence a little bit in that area as a group. Um, honestly, up to that point, I thought we were creating a ton of offense. Uh, we were scoring a lot of goals. Um, you know, it, it was never an issue. I think there was one game against Chicago in that round where Crawford stood on his head and and, uh, and it felt a little bit like this. Um, but, you know, there was really no signs of it up until the end of the Vancouver series. So, you know, again, another, another learning lesson uh, for our guys at this time of year on, on, you know, fighting through, persevering, finding a way to get yourself out of a slump, getting your confidence back quicker, um, all those things. And, and I'm sure on coaching too, you know, what, what can I do differently? There's, there's things I'm sure that, uh, that I could have done differently that I've got to look at. The Stars wrote a rejuvenated power play, scored two of its three goals in the decider with the man advantage, outscoring the Vegas power play that could not dent the Stars' defenses. Pete DeBoer on special teams, following a word from goaltender Robin Leonard. Just a way to kind of play to play simple, hard game. They threw a lot of pucks uh, into just in, in front of the net and it, they got a few bounces. It went off stick, goes back door, and I haven't really thought about the second or the third one yet. But uh, I mean, they just throw throw pucks in there, and they're good at uh, battling in front. But um, yeah, you wish you come up with a save there. The overtime one, we broke a stick, you know. So at that point, um, you know, there's no, you're just trying to survive it. Um, you know the the uh, the one in the third we played I thought really well um, you know we had two defensemen in the shot lane the puck just squeaked through and got in behind us um, so there's always little things you can do differently I, I liked our penalty killing the entire series I, I don't think tonight was a reflection of that I think I think the overtime goal is is one of those things that. Uh, you know, a broken stick with a long change in the second period. You can't get the guy off. You know, they, they took advantage. An observation. A year ago at this time, Zach Whitecloud was coming off an impression-making performance at the Golden Knights Rookie Tournament in Anaheim. His season ended last night in the National Hockey League, sitting in the penalty box of a Stanley Cup playoff game. 
Dallas scored the winner with White Cloud off for delay of game after chipping the puck over the glass in the Golden Knights zone. The VGK Daily spotted several Vegas teammates offering words of consolation and encouragement to the rookie. Pete DeBoer and Riley Smith with their words about Zach Whitecloud. Well, I just feel feel terrible for the kid, you know. It's a, it's such a, a, a penalty to begin with and like not, not on him, just, you know, to be for, for that type of penalty to decide a game. You know, just it doesn't make sense to me. But you know, for him, he's he's got nothing to hang his head about. He he's a he, he played his ass off and played big and played heavy and played big minutes for us. And um, you know, he's he's got a bright future ahead of him here. And um, you know, he he he's got nothing to to be ashamed of. He's been a a great player, a standout player for us in this playoffs. And um, Things like that happen, and, and they happen to anyone. Um, just unfortunate it happened to him. Um, you know, guys are there to to support him, and I'm sure it's it's frustrating for him as it is for all of us. But this game didn't come down to one play. Um, you know, it's the you know the onus is on all of us, and, and we have to do a better job when we're up to nothing, not being able to give them opportunities to to creep back into the game. Now, after an eight-week stay in Edmonton, the Golden Knights return to Vegas. The VGK Daily will continue through the team's arrival home and the player, coach, and management availability in the coming days. Dallas landed in Alberta, the fourth-ranked team in the West, earned the third seed via the round robin before winning the Clarence Campbell Bowl with a stirring Game 5 comeback win over Vegas. In the Stanley Cup Final, the Stars will face the winner between Tampa and the New York Islanders. Vegas falls by the slimmest of margins, losing four games by a single goal, two in overtime. In the five games, Dallas outscored the Golden Knights by a total of one goal. I'm Darren Millard. Thanks for listening to the VGK Daily, a presentation of the Vegas Golden Knights.